Welcome to the Messy Mind Podcast, a show to support you in seeing that messiness can lead to your light bulb moments. I'm your host, Tammy L. Davis. Welcome back to the podcast series, Break Bad Habits. Do you believe that we aren't on mistake number four? This is going by so fast. And like I said, I probably say this in every single episode, I really am enjoying doing this podcast series. And we'll think about some other topics to do in a series format in the future, but you all can send me an email. What topics would you like me to do? I've been doing this podcast since January of 2020, and I can tell you that there are over 60 episodes out there, a wide variety of topics, change management, training, of course, communications, entrepreneurship. But what would you like to hear me talk about? Or what would you like to learn? What would you like to discover in the podcast series? So I just wanted to put that out there before I dive back and focus on mistake number four. And mistake number four in this podcast series, Break Bad Habits, is failing to tailor communication to the audience. We talked about this in the last episode, but this one is going to be a bit different. We can start to uncover the reasons why that might happen. Why might there be situations in which individuals are swimming in this mistake? They do not tailor communications to the audience. They tend to forget or not even be mindful of who they're speaking to, which of course leads to this mistake. And there's five different reasons why I want to talk about. And then of course, as always, I'm going to give you a solution because again, with every mistake, there is always hope. And we're going to focus on those solutions a little bit later. The first reason why you might fail to tailor communications to the audience is a lack of awareness. And I'm going to tell you that transcends on so many different areas. It's not even funny. I would say that since the pandemic, there has been an increase in the overall lack of awareness. And I'm going to say I'm guilty of it as well. Um, Even when I'm just in different settings, just not being mindful of the individuals who are sharing my space with regard to there might be differences in knowledge, background, communication preferences, not recognizing just a few of those differences, you might want to default in a one-size-fits-all approach in communicating. One of the things that I stress to, as you know, I run a management consulting company and we focus on organizational change management, communication, and training. We support our clients in making complex change more manageable, along with supporting them with adoption and engagement as they're trying to roll out something new within their organization. And I'm going to tell you that this is what I tend to emphasize, meaning there is no cookie cutter approach when it comes to communication. What might resonate with Sally in IT might be completely different than what resonates with Barry in human resources. And I always say there's no cookie cutter. I actually should put that on a, on a, a tagline on my email or something or any sort of presentation. There is no cookie cutter approach to communication because again, you've got to understand 
Who is sharing your space? Who is in front of you? Who do you need to communicate with? That's the first one. That's the first reason why people might fail to tailor communications to their audience. The second reason why would be an assumption of similarity. And I probably hack that, you know, sometimes my pronunciation is off. However, that basically means people often make assumptions that others are similar to them in terms of their knowledge, interests, communication styles. And sure enough, when we have that assumption, it can lead to a lack of customization and really a lack of pivoting in their communication because they are assuming that everyone is going to understand and everyone is going to respond to the message in the same way that they would. And that could not be further from the truth. The third reason why someone might not tailor communication to an audience is time constraints. We continue to live in a fast-paced environment, and we tend to be in situations with limited time for communications. And what individuals may want to do is prioritize efficiency over tailoring their message to the audience. So they may opt for a general approach, instead of investing the time and the effort required to customize their communication. I can tell you by working on these large scale software implementations, how many times that I've had to put on my uh, warrior suit in order to fight the client. And I say fight, I'm not so dramatic in order to, but sometimes I get, it's exhausting because the client really wants to get something out just for the sake of getting something out and have that message be general across the board instead of because it's a time constraint. So we didn't send out anything last month and we there's no way that we can go two months without sending out anything. So let's just send out a project update. Okay, but what's the goal of the communication? What are you trying to accomplish? Is there a call to action? Do you then want to explain to you, if you do want to get something out, do you want to explain why you haven't gotten your communication out on the monthly cadence as you had done before? So again, wanting to rush just to get something out as opposed to taking the time and really the effort to customize what they want to say to their stakeholders and have that message be varying. Because again, a project update to your project team should be totally different than the end users who are going to be using key functionality in the system that you want to tell them about. The fourth way that people fail to tailor communication to their audience is a lack of empathy. And I had an entire podcast episode talking about empathy and compassion and where the heck is it today. And I'll be sure to link that episode in the show notes. But empathy plays a crucial role in effective communications. If we fail to consider the needs, the perspectives, and of course, the knowledge of our audience, who we are communicating to, who are we communicating with, then you might struggle in adapting your communication style accordingly. A lack of empathy is another reason why. And the last reason is inadequate preparation. Why we could potentially fail to tailor communications to our audience is because we weren't prepared enough. 
insufficient preparation before any communication session, workshop, anything that you want to send out, any time in which you want to interact with someone can lead, of course, to a lack of tailored communication. Without understanding the audience and what their specific needs are, it really does become challenging to adapt the message efficiently and also have your message be effectively received by those you are sending it to and those you want to interact with the message or maybe initially have some sort of dialogue with them based on that. And now we want to get to the solutions. And there are some key ways, and I've kind of ebbed and flowed in the solutions when I was talking about the reasons why people fail to tailor the communications. I would say first and foremost is learn and understand the background of your audience. That is going to be key. And the ways that you can go about doing that is research your audience background and expertise. Make sure that you ask open-ended questions to gauge their knowledge level. It might be a situation in which instead of asking a question where you know the answer is either yes or no, you could potentially ask open-ended questions that gives them an opportunity to respond even deeper so you can gauge their level of knowledge. So tell me about a time in which you have, or can you possibly share um, a moment in which you did, or what are your thoughts on when I said this, whatever the case may be in order to gauge their level of knowledge. I would also say seek feedback and clarification to confirm understanding. In the last mistake, I had said that one of my favorite questions to ask is, so what I think I hear you saying is, and then repeat what I think I heard them say. But again, you definitely want to seek feedback and get clarification. And I have another podcast episode about feedback and how feedback is just that. It is just giving you feedback to support you on where you get to go next, how you can improve, how you can elevate the skill or elevate the relationship, elevate the communication that you're doing with your audience, the relationships that you're trying to form. Because again, it's just feedback. It doesn't say who I am as a person. It should serve as a mechanism of support to get me to the level of where I want to be in order to engage with others more effectively. And I would say the next solution is to make an effort to understand the industry and terminology relevant to your audience. I had the pleasure of speaking in front of teenagers. My really close friend at the time had a nonprofit. It was a week-long session that the girls had at this university, and I was one of the speakers. And it was called The Three Trials of Success. If I did a podcast episode on that, regardless, I knew that I was going to be speaking in front of uh, 15-year-olds to 17-year-olds. And I think there were some 14-year-olds. Regardless, me having a teenager, there's no way that I'm going to have the same type of speech that I would say in front of adults as I did teenagers. So there were some technological things that I knew to put into the presentation. There were some videos, there were some keywords and just overall terminology that I used in order to relate to the young ladies, which went over very well. And then the last solution is consider the context and the goals of your audience to tailor your message efficiently and effectively. 
So keeping with the example of speaking with the girls, I knew that I wanted them to walk away at the end of my speech feeling empowered, feeling confident, feeling that I see someone who looks like me and she is a you know woman, a girl like me. And I know that if she can do it and me sharing my story, I know that I can do it as well. Because that was my number one goal, what do I get to leave these young ladies with that will empower them, inspire them, and give them the confidence in knowing that you can do anything that you put your mind to with effort, 100% effort, and with really doing the work. And I say more effort than anything. That was just an example of how that was my goal. I made sure that the speech made sure that the talk that I was having, I call it a speech, but the talk that I was having to them, it was like I was talking to them and it was about 30 girls, 35 girls in the audience that I was speaking to them one-on-one. But again, I had to make sure that I focused my goal and leaving them with that and serving them with that and considering the context of what I wanted to say. That is mistake number four. And I tailor communications to their audience in this podcast series. Please, as always, send me an email. I'm putting my email in the show notes because I want to hear from you. Let me know if you've ever encountered this mistake. Have you been on the receiving end? Have you been the initiator of this mistake number four, failing to tailor communication to your audience. I would love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening to this particular episode. And I cannot wait to come back and give you the last mistake of this series. Thank you for joining us this time on the Messy Mind Podcast. Please visit our website at themessymindpod.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or simply tell a friend about the show. Always remember to embrace the messiness. It can lead to your light bulb moments.